Welcome to Granny Tells Tales, a podcast by me, Old Granny. This podcast was created especially for Davy and Callie, my faraway grandchildren, but also for you, dear listener. Welcome to today's tale called Harriet the Hat-Wearing Hawk. Have you ever smelled a ponderosa pine tree? Ponderosa pine trees smell so good, almost like vanilla. And many, many small animals, like mice, chipmunks, and squirrels, love to eat the seeds that fall out of the ponderosa's pine cones. Elk and deer love to eat the ponderosa pine tree's twigs and bark. Yummy! Now, once upon a time, far away from the hustle and bustle of houses, stores, roads, and cars, atop a high mountain ridge near Pine, Colorado, was a tall, sturdy ponderosa pine tree named Paxton. Paxton had grown and grown on that high mountain ridge for 30 years. Kids, that's probably about the age of your mom, or whoever it is that takes care of you. It doesn't have to be your mom. Can you imagine your mom or your stepmom or your foster mom growing in one spot her whole life? Well, that's what Paxton the Ponderosa Pine Tree did. Near the top of Paxton the Ponderosa Pine Tree, nestled against the trunk and hidden by all the pokey pine needles, was a little brown tent. This tent was the home of Harriet the Hawk. Harriet was a Cooper's Hawk which is a medium-sized brown hawk. Cooper's hawks are sometimes known as chicken hawks because they like to eat chickens. But Harriet never, ever swooped out of the sky to catch little baby chicks because they were just too cute. No, Harriet ate snakes and mice and grasshoppers and left the little baby chicks alone. Now, I know at least some of you are asking yourselves, Hey, why does a hawk sleep in a tent? Don't they sleep while perched in trees? Or maybe they spend time sleeping when they're sitting on a nest of hawk eggs. But a hawk sleeping in a tent? Why? Well, Harriet the Hawk had something precious and wonderful that she needed to keep safe out of the wind and the rain and the snow and the fierce Colorado sun. Harriet needed the tent to protect her copious collection of hats. Yes, Harriet was a hat-wearing hawk. Harriet had a hat for every occasion. She had a gray grilling hat with a small brim that she wore when she was grilling mice on her outdoor grill. She had a warm woolen orange hat with a fuzzy ball on top, 
for those days when it was so cold that just looking outside her tent made Harriet shiver. Harriet had a broad-brimmed floppy sun hat made of woven yellow straw with a black stylish hat band for the days when the sun was just too bright. Harriet had a cowgirl hat that was bright red, and she wore it whenever she rode a horse. She had a bright green helmet that she wore when she rode her strider bike or her tricycle. Good job, Harriet, on being safe. Harriet also had a fancy yellow polka dot pillbox hat with a little yellow lacy veil that she wore to church on Sundays. And sometimes she wore that fancy hat when she went out to a restaurant to eat. Harriet had a multicolored cone-shaped party hat that she always wore to birthday parties. It was striped and had red streamers attached to the top. A little elastic band fit under her chin, and that elastic band kept the hat from falling off when she was playing birthday party games. Harriet had a dark green baseball cap that she wore when playing baseball or volleyball in the park with her friends. Sometimes when the sun would hide behind a cloud during one of the games, Harriet would turn the baseball cap around backwards since she didn't need the bill of the hat to block the sun when it was shady. She had a purple bucket hat that she liked to wear when weeding the garden that grew in her greenhouse near the base of Paxton the Ponderosa pine tree. Oh yeah, Harriet had lots of hats. Each hat was very precious to her, so she did her best to keep them nice and clean. Since she could only have one hat on at a time, she stored the other hats on a nice shelf in her little brown tent at the top of Paxton the Ponderosa pine tree. Today, as she soared high in the sky on a lovely warm updraft near Crooked Top Mountain, Harriet had on a brown plaid deerstalker hat. A deerstalker hat is just like the hat that Sherlock Holmes wears. Sherlock Holmes is a famous detective who is very smart and figures out all sorts of complex problems. Harriet had on the deerstalker hat because she had something she needed to figure out, and she thought she should try to be like Sherlock Holmes today. Harriet's problem was that her friend, Brad the Broadwinged Hawk, had called her iPhone and invited her for a visit. But Brad lived far away on the top of a blue water tower in North Platte, Nebraska. Harriet had no idea how to get there. So as she soared high in the sky with her deerstalker hat on tight and pulled down low, Harriet thought, how do I figure out how to get to Brad's nest? She pondered and she thought, and then she pondered some more. And finally, an idea did come to Harriet. 
Now, it wasn't an idea about how she could find her way to Brad's nest. It was an idea of a wise person she could talk to who might know the answer. You know, we don't have to solve all our problems ourselves. Sometimes we can ask other people to help us. And that's what Harriet did. You see, in the past, when Harriet needed help sorting out a problem, she often sought the advice of Old Gran the Owl. Old Gran was an ancient elderly barn owl. She had lived through years of springs, summers, falls, and winters. Old Gran knew where to get food when it was rainy. She knew where to rest when the sun was too hot. She knew where to hide when the cold north wind blew and the snow fell fast and furious, blanketing the mountains in deep, deep snow. Yes, old Gran the Owl was just the person to ask about how Harriet the Hat-Wearing Hawk could find her way to Brad the Broadwing Hawk's nest in Nebraska. Harriet found old Gran perched on a rock cliff near Pine Valley Open Space. Hi, old Gran, said Harriet. Do you have time for a question? Sure, hooted old Gran, and she listened intently as Harriet explained her dilemma. After Harriet had finished explaining her problem, Gran pondered a moment and then said, I'm pretty sure I know exactly how to solve your problem. Oh, Harriet was so happy. Old Gran had figured it out. Tell me, exclaimed Harriet. Tell me how to find my way to Brad's house, please. Well, said Gran, it's simple. You just follow the roads the humans have built. The humans have also put up signs that will tell you the names of the roads so you know you're flying above the right one. Old Gran explained to Harriet how she would start by flying down U.S. 285 southbound towards Denver until she reached the interstate system, which would take her to North Platte, Nebraska. Old Gran told Harriet the names of each interstate highway she would need to take and which direction to fly on them. Harriet wrote everything down on a piece of paper. When she was done writing, she tucked the piece of paper under the feathers of her left wing. Harriet flew back to her tent atop Paxton the Ponderosa pine tree and got her suitcase. She packed her gray grilling hat in case she and Brad grilled out at Brad's nest. She packed her dark green baseball cap in case they decided to play baseball or volleyball. And she put on her bright green helmet so she could be safe as she flew and flew the long distance to Brad's nest in North Platte, Nebraska. Harriet the helmet-wearing hawk soared high above US-285 as she flew down to Denver. She passed along Interstate 470, and then Interstate 70, then Interstate 76, in no time at all, she was flying above Interstate 80 in Nebraska. She was so high in the sky that the black cows far beneath her looked like little black dots in their pasture 
as they munched on tasty green grass. She flew down closer to Interstate 80 to admire the pretty yellow sunflowers that made the ground below her look like a green and yellow carpet when she was flying up so high. She soared past the blinking lights atop cell towers. She flew alongside tall white grain elevators where the farmers stored their corn and beans after harvest. She saw the silvery carpet of sagebrush that blanketed much of the land in western Nebraska and smelled its spicy, bitter smell. And then she saw it! Off in the distance, a light blue water tower with the words North Platte on it. That's where Brad lived. Oh, Harriet was so close. She flew to the top of the light blue water tower and spotted Brad just waking up from an afternoon nap in his large comfy nest. Hi, Brad, said Harriet. Oh, hi, said Brad. You made it. And so Harriet and Brad had a great visit. They talked about all the things that were going on in their lives, interesting people they'd met, fun things they'd done, and what their families were up to. They also took lots of time to play. They flew down to the Platte River to listen to the gurgle of the water as it flowed past the rocks and mud that lined the bed of the river. Harriet and Brad flew through a spray of water from the irrigation equipment the farmers used to keep their corn from getting too dry. Oh, that was so much fun. They did it several times. After they had dried off, they flew above the sagebrush to try to spot a few snakes they could catch for a tasty dinner. Harriet and Brad had so much fun during Harriet's visit. Isn't it nice and special when you can play with friends at school or at the park or at each other's houses? What sorts of fun things do you do when you're with friends? Thanks for listening to today's tale as told by me, Granny. Stop by soon for the next story.